everyone. Namaste. Welcome back to Anthropause. I'm Simone. I'm Satashma, and thank you very much for joining us again for our fifth episode, Somewhere Between Art and Nature. We have a very special episode for you all today with someone whose artwork you have definitely seen if you have been on our Instagram page. It is none other than Iman Sengupta. Iman is an emerging artist who has completed his graduation in contemporary art and aims to make people aware about present-day situations. He likes to introduce a flair of unpredictability through his work and process as well. He's also the artist who is responsible for the various artworks and recreating the image of what Anthropos stands for. Welcome, Iman. We're so happy to be collaborating with you on our initiative and also excited for our listeners to finally get to know you. Hi, hi, Sadashma. Hi, Simone. Uh, good to good to have you guys finally uh, in a meeting, and it's great. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to work. So I have known Iman for the past four years and have been following his art throughout these years. So you know, when Simone and I started this podcast, it was very natural for me to approach him. So we would love to know Iman. What was it that prompted you to join the Anthropos team? I think uh, at first it was, I remember uh, Satashma coming up to me and asking me for a single poster for uh, the initial media approach of Anthropos and I, 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 I gladly wanted to make that poster for her. But uh, at the same time, I also found an opportunity in doing something which was, you know, some I, I could share my art on a platform which was uh, productive as well as focused on awareness and eventually Anthropos drew me to its ability to give me complete creative freedom in what I do and I found it as an opportunity to best explore my work, uh, explore my visual art and yeah and I, I, knew, I just knew it would be a lot of fun. Uh, I hadn't met Simone yet so I was really excited for that as well. Yes, very happy to have met you as well, Iman. And if you've, been following us, if you've been following us on our social media, especially our Instagram, you will have noticed that we have a completely new logo and we've received great fee- feedback on it as well. So Iman, what was your inspiration behind it? Uh, it's, it's, it's a great question because um, it comes from a logo I had initially made in my school. But at that time, I was a kid and I didn't really have much ideas about like graphic designing. But uh, essentially, I'd made something uh, for this event in my school called Mad About Environment. And, and nobody really cared about how good the logo was at that time. So I was inspired by what I had done in school and I wanted to bring it back with the knowledge that I have currently. Um, therefore, I kind of just decoded and fragmented everything that what, what Anthropos stood for in, in my perspective. And I realized that we as three individuals are working towards letting people know about the environment and, and the geopolitical issues that the environment just faces in general, like humans are just an influence. Um, you know, they've, they've been good, they've been bad as well. So I took these, these various ideas and various thoughts in my mind and I wanted to divide them into two parts the test tube and the bit of water being our helping hand and our way of preserving the environment in a closed uh, capsule and and a plant being as free as it can in a structure. Um, 
I combined those two to form that logo, and I thought it was the way Anthropos spoke best. Awesome.、Uh, we really liked、um, people's like interpretations of it, of it as well. Some、um, caught the sense that it was a thought capsule, you know, and some thought it was like a time capsule, and some even thought that it kind of looked like a microphone. So yeah,、yes. so that was. Yeah, that was really cool. So artists throughout history have opted for nature to create their works. You know, whether it be wood, charcoal, water, graphite, etc. And artists frequently use nature to create their work. So, for instance, throughout history, the way the cave dwellers created paint to document and draw on their walls is somewhat a similar process that artists use today. So, we would love to know, as an artist, Iman. So, how do you create connections between the natural world and art, or in other words, like what is your relationship with the natural world? I think.、Um... My relationship with nature begins、uh, as as a kid. I always used to just love love climbing trees, and I was、uh, as as a child. I was absolutely fascinated by the texture of the bark, the trees, the roots, and I think this is something that I took with me、uh, towards college as well, and where I tried to study in my school. And I started looking at nature as an extension of. Our observation. I started looking at nature as a method of teaching myself my work ethic, as well as what I could do and how I could visualize my work in the form of something which is inspired by nature. I could be inspired by the sky. I could be inspired by like running water, anything.、Uh, a lot of my work uses the colors blue. It uses a lot of green,、um, and these have been. Just inspired by people like Andy Goldsworthy and like these 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 guys who will take things out of nature and put them in a format that you will never believe. So, in to sum up the answer to your question, I think I've never really had a particular reason to be inspired by nature. It's always completely awed me. I have been much more of a person who observes things rather than just see them. And yeah,、uh, I think that's that's why nature just speaks to me ever since I was a kid, and as long as I can remember. Like you mentioned, Andy Goldsworthy, we've seen other environmental artists such as Eduardo Sur, who drew attention to the issue of waste and pollution in Brazil with his plastic shred artwork. We've also seen photographer Chris Jordan, who portrayed the impact of mass consumption through his work. Do you think using art to spread climate awareness is effective? I think I think that's that's a really good question.、Um, I, yes, I definitely think that spreading awareness through art is extremely effective because it creates rather than、um, the power、uh, of an article, for example, which are which are words that speak to certain individuals and evoke certain thoughts. The beauty of having something like an installation or having something like、um, a painting, for example, off the top of my head,、um, it's something visual. It's something that evokes immediate emotion, whether a person is a layman or 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 a well-renowned artist. They they are immediately affected by something that is visual, something that is either attractive or, in their subjective opinion, ugly.、Uh, so I think that、um, the prime example of somebody who used art、uh, and awareness in the same、um, public installation was a man named Olafur Eliasson, who. Basically, what he did was in the streets of France. He he dragged 
glaciers from a course in Iceland. And he basically took chunks of glaciers and put them in a clock format in which the immediate message was the environment being in a position that it's not used to and how visually the ice melting is this fragility and the state of the environment that we have left it in. So I think that it is extremely important to reach out to people and talk to them through visual imagery and through these kind of things that they would not expect. It's one of the main reasons why I like to create a flair of unpredictability in my work so that it evokes natural and raw emotions, even if it's like negative or positive, as long as it does something. And as long as that person goes back home and thinks about the, what he or she just saw that day. Yes. I think art comes into play right there and it is, the most effective thing if we want to get a message out to anybody. So we heard names like um, Eduardo Sur, Chris Jordan, Andy Goldsworthy, and Olafur Eliasson, right? Yeah. So, but Iman, like from our conversations that we've had in the past like months, um, we've learned that you yourself embarked on a sustainable art journey during your final thesis for art school. So we would yeah. love to learn more about it and for our listeners to learn about it as well, because we thought that was really cool. Um, so that project was actually my final project, uh, for my bachelor's and I, I presented a criticism towards certain systems that I, 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 I disagree with as an artist and as uh, a thinker and, and just basically as a student in this country, we waste about like in, in a month, I think we waste 19 million tons of paper just for a city like New Delhi. And these, these, these pieces of paper with valuable information on them and with a life cycle of their own, these papers travel from offices to schools, to banks, to legal systems, to courts, and they end up on the streets. They end up in the dustbins, they end up where it's not being used, where, it, where, where India ranks one of the most like, like difficult countries in where education is simply such a challenge for most children. These, these tools that we can use to help a child even learn the letters of the alphabet or, or just learn how to draw a line or a circle on that day, it's, it's being wasted. And I, as a student who is an art student who studied contemporary art for the last four years, I could not stand the amount of wastage that was happening just within my college. I, I, I scoured all my campus was pretty spread out. So I, I, I just scoured all these campuses and I found completely just beautiful pieces of paper, handmade ivory, um, just, just textured paper, everything I just found. And it occurred to me that I can create a criticism based on my college, even though they would not like it. I absolutely knew that, but um, I still wanted to do it because as an artist, I want my voice to be heard through my work. So what I did was I took all the paper that I found from the waste that faculty, that students alike had created, and I funded the material of my project through it. But that wasn't the end of it. I wanted to create a life cycle to my project as well so that I would not be blamed for the very criticism that I was planning to show and to, to just enunciate. So I, I took 
methi seeds which is basically mustard seeds and i took them into bits and pieces and i Im- embedded them in the paper as i recycled them so i completely funded every single thing in my project i made from the paper to um to just just like general life cycle to just the process i just did everything on my own and at the end i came up with a kinetic insulation which showed the fragility of the environment due to paper pollution in this country specifically uh because i don't think i'm educated enough to talk about like a large scale but i i spoke about bangalore and the country of india and it as as i expected it did not get the best reaction from my faculty because they didn't like it but i think it really mattered because um it got the attention of you guys it got the attention of my peers it got the attention of people that i wanted it to be because i like to be bold i i, I with that project i wanted to be very bold and very unique and i think in in my perspective i did that but if you guys really want the detailed concept note that i had written just please go through my page and like you will find it that was such an amazing story and um if our listeners want to look at the thesis your thesis work it's going to be on our, on our instagram page as well um on that note we would love to end this short but special episode Iman we're so happy to be working with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for trusting me with your work. And uh thank you for letting me just do whatever I want to do because I'm sure you guys just take so much of crap I give. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> I think I think we're good for each other. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But yeah, thank you so much Iman. Thank you for listening to our episode. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor and other platforms. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram and on Twitter. Links to these platforms will be in the description box. Please do check out Iman's Instagram which will be linked in the description box and if you want to look at Iman's artwork for us, you know where you'll find it.